Welcome to Simply Youth Podcast. New episode every Friday on Spotify and more platforms. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Simply Youth Podcast. We don't need an expert to realize that Lebanon is stuck in the Middle Ages and one trip to the general security proves that. But now with the lockdown, many services have been digitalized, yet not many trust governmental sites. The threat of hackers is real, especially when sensitive information is involved. However, MyKey, an offline password manager, can change that, as it is able to keep sensitive data stored locally across one's devices. Today's guest was ranked by Forbes as one of the top 10 women in tech in the MENA region in 2020, and has been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Entrepreneur, and TechCrunch, among others. Please welcome Mrs. Priscilla Elora Sharu, uh, the co-founder and COO of MyKey. Uh, so can you talk us through Mikey, how it started and why you saw a huge market for it? Of course. Hi, Lilia. Thank you for having me on the podcast today. I'm super excited to be joining. So as you mentioned, Mikey is a password management and authentication solution. We founded the company in 2015 to solve the password problem because all of us suffer from creating, managing and remembering passwords. But we wanted to do it differently. Cloud usage at the time, it was on the rise. And we quickly realized that the cloud is great for a lot of things, but your passwords is not one of them. And that is why we opted for an offline password management solution that has the security and functionality of the cloud connected, uh, a cloud connected one. So we opted for convenience. Today, the company has raised $5.7 million from three different VCs. It is on PC Magazine's Editor's Choice for 2021. It's the, you know, ranked as number one and it's on Apple's most powerful password managers. And it's also one of the most recommended extensions globally on Firefox. Now, our mission is to help users regain control of their digital identity. The way that it started is that I call myself an accidental entrepreneur because we didn't have, you know, the the outlook towards we were going to create a company. What we wanted to do is we wanted to solve a problem with a true differentiator. And five years later, here we are. So um, to anybody who's listening to all the hopeful entrepreneurs, I hope that you aim at solving a problem that your market suffers from and not just something that you personally think is great, but something that you need and you know that others around you really need as well. Uh, So you graduated as a landscape designer and yet now you're the co-founder of one of the most acclaimed tech companies in the MENA region. So what inspired that leap of faith and how did you and did you feel lost at some point? So yes, it's true. I graduated uh, with a degree in landscape design and eco-management from the American University of Beirut. I actually worked in my industry for four years before I quit my job and jumped into my ultimate passion, um, which is technology. And what inspired that leap of faith is having the opportunity to become equipped with the information that I needed to make that jump. So A lot of people start with the concept of fear because we're afraid of leaving our jobs or our nine to fives to doing something where we really don't know what the potential is. But the idea there is that, you know, leaving your job and doing something, it's not a feeling, it's a decision that you have to make. After, um, you know, starting working on the company while I was still employed in my old job, we had started, you know, working on my key at the time and we applied to acceleration Uh, and incubation programs, both in Lebanon and in San Francisco. We needed to get the skills, we needed to get the sort of seal of approval, acceptance and support 
from somebody who understood our industry and what we were building to give us that power to say, okay, you know what, we can do this. So the, the main reason why I think a lot of entrepreneurs hesitate is this fear. But once you have answers and once you're more, you're more knowledgeable about your industry, that fear moves away. And so, of course, it's normal to feel lost at some points. But if you're going after and educating yourself on your industry and making sure that you are getting the support of people that you trust, people that are veterans in this industry, then it makes it a lot easier to say, hey, I'm empowered. I can do this. I'm just going to go all in. At what point did you realize that you hit the jackpot with Mikey and that this entrepreneurial endeavor actually paid off? I think it's twofold for any company to feel that feeling of success and say, hey, I hit the jackpot. It's two things. One, getting the support of investors that want to pump money into your company to help it grow. And two, getting the support of consumers and businesses that believe enough in your product to push it towards their organizations or to talk about it to people that they care about and through word of mouth, get more and more users on the platform. Today, there are We have over a million customers in 172 countries, and we wouldn't have been able to do this without the venture capital support and obviously without the support of the team. So once you start growing your product, you put yourself out there, you listen to your market, you understand what your market needs, and you build a product for your market. This is where it becomes a lot easier to say, hey, I'm on the right track, and what I'm doing is helping someone solve a problem that they're suffering from. So... It's, you know, twofold. It's the venture capital, the money, the investment, because that's what you need to sustain your business, but also the support of your customers that you're trying to reach. At the end of the day, when we're getting accredited and recognized by these massive publications, this is also a big step where you're, you know, going up against some of the biggest companies in the world and you're ranking in number one. This is where you say, okay, I'm onto something and you feel proud for all the efforts that you have put into the business day in and day out. Um, and can you tell us more about your experience at TechCrunch Disrupt? Of course. So in 2016, we actually launched our product after having worked on it for almost a year. We launched on the stages of TechCrunch Disrupt in San Francisco. We were the first company from Middle East and North Africa to be accepted to launch on that massive stage. It gave us such a big boost and it even gave us a boost towards getting an investment. Um, people underestimate the power of putting your idea out there. A lot of people are afraid of talking about their idea because they think somebody else might take it or steal it if they go up and talk on a stage about it. But at the end of the day, if you're afraid of somebody stealing your idea, It means that you're not doing it with a big enough differentiator. And this is why to anybody who's listening, who has an idea, don't be afraid to get it out there because all criticism is constructive. And the sooner you realize that, the happier you'll be. Get your idea out there, get feedback, talk about it, compete, get into acceleration, get into incubation, get yourself on these different stages because it exposes you to people. And then it's just a domino effect. Uh, when it comes to the different people that you might meet and the network that you build out of these things. So I think it's one of the most crucial things that we did as a company was launch on that stage. Mikey was originally a hardware piece. Uh, how, why did you take the decision to evolve it and make it a software disconnected from the cloud? That's actually a really good question. When we started out, Mikey, it was a hardware device and our uh, little prototype was in a Zippo box. And... Uh, 
understanding that we started here from Beirut, a lot of times shipping the parts and for manufacturing, it would have become a very difficult process. We were lucky that the iPhone came out with a fingerprint sensor that year. And this is where we decided instead of building a hardware device that you're going to carry with you, why not embed a software into the one thing that you have with you at all times, which is your smartphone. And this was probably the biggest pivot for the company. And I think that every entrepreneur should keep a lookout to see what is the pivot and the change that they need to make in order to optimize their reach and optimize getting to market fast. Like, was it harder getting into the Lebanese market than it would be getting, let's say, in the American market? Like, did you feel at some point that it would be harder for you to, to have a market in, in the MENA region? So the difference between the MENA region and the international markets today, if you ask me in terms of numbers, Mikey serves only 3% of businesses in MENA. And the reason for that is the awareness and purchasing behavior of consumers in the region, as opposed to understanding password management abroad. If we're selling in the region, first you have to explain password management. You have to explain why your customer needs it and then how you're better. But when you're selling abroad, you're simply uh, showing how you are better. And so the sales cycle is a lot shorter. There is a big untapped market for us in this region, but we wanted to start uh, on a global scale and be able to get that sort of seal of approval before we came back into the region while the region developed its understanding about cybersecurity. Because cybersecurity is everyone's business from individuals, SMEs, corporations, and even our nation. You know, cyber attacks today, they're on the rise. Uh, a computer attack happens every 39 seconds. So you can imagine by the end of our discussion today, how many um, computers could have been, you know, at risk. Technology is moving at a super fast rate, but unfortunately, better technology also means better ways to automate and to generate cyber attacks. And Our society is more technologically reliant than ever. As you can imagine with COVID and everything else, everybody's working from home. We all need to be connected. So today being cyber aware is not just optional. It is actually crucial. So cryptocurrency has recently been the talk of the town and many people are putting their life savings in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Uh, how is Mikey addressing the many security concerns associated with cryptocurrency? The biggest issue that we see with cryptocurrency is the fact that people forget the keys that they need in order to access all of their different accounts and all of their Bitcoins, etc. So what we do as a product is we allow you a safe space that's offline, not connected to the cloud, to store your keys so that you can easily access your account. We've heard so many stories about people losing millions of dollars because they just lost the key that they needed in order to, uh, you know, retrieve all of their money or all of their net worth, basically. And what are the biggest cybersecurity challenges faced today, especially in the age of COVID-19 and the consumer market slowly moving to the one realm? So the, the online realm is all about digital identity. So your digital identity is this body of information about you or your organization that exists online. It comprises of all what we call unique identifiers that use patterns to make it possible to detect individuals and their devices. Simply put, it's the equivalent of your real identity um, online, right? So it includes your usernames, your passwords, your date of birth, your credit card info, your social security number, and even your search history. 
Now, today, if you believe that you should be the one in control of your most important pers personal belongings, like your passport, your wallet, your credit card, which I'm sure you both agree, then you should also be in control of your digital identity, right? So how to protect it, how to make sure within these times when everything is online and everything is connected, make sure that you update your software regularly and train your loved ones, people who are, whether it's your family or people on your team, train them to really truly understand what the best practices are out there to protect your personal information. Finally, what are your future plans for Mikey? Our future plans for Mikey, you know, as I mentioned, our mission is to help users regain control of their digital identity. Today, we are doing that through password management. We're launching two um, parallel products that work very well in a cybersecurity suite, which is a guard product and a monitor product. And we think that this is going to enable us to have more market share, to continue to build out this vision, to continue to the, grow the team. And you know, to all the listeners out there, to all the hopeful entrepreneurs, we're living through really unprecedented times, but it doesn't mean that uh, we cannot be building and creating solutions during this time. So I really hope that everybody takes this and, and, and you know, breathes more power into everything that they're doing, because at the end of the day, you have to trust the process. Things take time, but if you have a good idea, get it out there and uh, make sure to, to, to be confident and continue to be passionate about the things that you want to build to make an impact. Thank you so much for giving us some of your valuable time. Really enjoyed having you with us today and we wish you even more success in the future. And thank you again so much. Uh, stay safe and have a nice day. Thank you both for having really me. Thank you. <laughs> and for any more information on MyKey, you can check out MyKey.com. That's M-Y-K-I.com or follow us at MyKey Security on Instagram to be in the know and stay in the now on everything related to best cybersecurity practices. And I hope you all stay safe out there. Thank you so much.